Hello, how's it going? I'm Bruce and welcome back to the What You Saying podcast. I would like to give a quick thank Hello, you. Hello, Bruce. Okay, thank you. Hello, Bruce. This is what I'm working with. Anyway, I would like to give a quick thank you on behalf of the three of us for the response and the feedback we got from episode one. Um, it's greatly appreciated. And if there's any topics you want us to discuss about, feel free to leave comments on our, our Facebook. And one of the suggested topics actually we're going to discuss this week is the gaming industry. So, boys, what are you saying? Hello, Bruce. Hello, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> Phenomenal. Uh, yeah, not much. Uh, just wanted again to just to say, follow on from what Bruce said. Over a hundred people have viewed or downloaded or started listening to the podcast, our first episode, which is well more than I thought that we would actually probably ever get in, in the entirety of the podcast, considering it's three idiots talking pish. So yeah, just like, thanks again. James, anything to say on that? No. Okay. Um... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> no, yeah, thanks very much, guys, for listening to all the feedback. I've had folk uh, message me and tell me in person, just you know, that it was uh, that it was good. A few like a few kind of like technical, just things will get sorted as we go forward with it but no thank you very much for all listening um and yeah back to bruce i think i just want to say quickly before bruce starts uh yeah i'm going to be sitting much further away from my microphone because everybody was complaining that i'm really fucking loud so and i will uh, be sitting where rory was sitting right next to his microphone to make me louder (laughs) um like i say any feedback any feedback is appreciated so we're taking it on and hopefully trying to make this podcast week by week at least professional sounding at least um but yeah boys First topic I want to discuss when it comes to the gaming industry. What is your boys' first memories of gaming? Uh, do you want to go first, Rory, or should I? Uh, well, you started speaking, so on you go. Okay. Um, so I first remember getting into like video games like when I was like three. What would happen was my dad managed to get his whole his hands on a his whole. Your my dad, dad managed to get his whole. <laughs> You were playing the game, your dad was playing the Wait, get sound fighted? Sorry, Dad. (laughs) Oh, it's gone. It's gone. How long have we been recording? Like, <laughs> you're three minutes. Your dad got his whole carry on. <laughs> <laughs> right, so my dad oh, managed no. to get hold of a Sega Mega Drive. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember, like, just. <laughs> game's gone. The game's gone. Your dad got hold of a Sega Mega Drive. Go. <laughs> you poor shit. Just want the podcast back. <laughs> Oh, amazing, amazing. <laughs> right, so I used to like play like games on that, and then I used to play like my cousin's PS1, and then my cousin gave me a shot of his uh, N64, and then my first actual console that I had myself that wasn't like a hand-me-down or having like a shot of, um, was my mum and dad bought me a PS2 when I was like five or six, and then what games did I play on that? I just played like the early FIFAs back when FIFA was good. Um <laughs> And yeah, I just played what else? Tekken. I used to love Tekken, man. Oh, um, Tekken was amazing. Probably, what, probably, my, the, probably my first favourite game was uh, Smash Bros. on the N64. That was a that was a god tier video game. I used to really enjoy playing that. 
Um, uh, I want to just I just want to jump on something there because you mentioned FIFA and how th- before they were before they were crap. Uh, what your what's your views on Ultimate Team and pay to win with loot boxes? Do I get onto that in a bit? Do I do it now? Do I fucking batter EA? I mean, and... we, um, I, we can jump onto it later if you'd prefer. Yeah, yeah. I'll let everyone yeah, yeah, do yeah. their first memories yeah. of gaming, and then right. we'll batter those horrible fucking capitalistic cunts in thirty okay. minutes' time. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> it's Soviet <laughs> podcast. We record you. <laughs> What's your first memory of gaming? You probably had a PS4 as your first game because you're about three years old. So. Um, well, some of us weren't born in the seventies, Rory. So um... <laughs> my first game was a fucking chop tablet, man. <laughs> you just moved on from stone. Um... <laughs> I, I think my first official memory. Like I said, it would probably be with the PS1 and it was playing Spyro and Crash Team Racing. Um, I mean, from then on, like I said, there was the Tekkens on the PSPs when I eventually got one when I was younger. But I think Spyro for me is OG. Like, that's... I remember completing that thing constantly on PS1 with a memory card, constantly deleting my data, redoing it, brand new saves constantly just because I was that sweaty at the game. I loved that. that That's a really valuable skill. That's a really valuable skill you learned when you were young because now you use it to clear your internet search history. Exactly. (laughs) Getting getting tough for a day early, you know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, Spyro was incredible. Spyro was incredible, but I I don't know if this is a controversial opinion or not. I actually preferred Crash Bandicoot to Spyro. I was too busy playing Ratchet and Clank to give a fuck about either of those games. What Um, what game that was as well. What game Ratchet and Clank. The one on the oh, PS2, wow. what was it? Yeah. I can't remember the name, but it was the one where you had to go and fucking... What was um, it again? You had to I, go and I only started playing fucking... it on PS2. I don't know if it was on um, PlayStation 1, but I only just moved on to it when I got to PlayStation 2. I was... No, oh, I was... what unbelievable. Might buy a PS2 just to play that game now. <laughs> I, uh, I, I remember trying to buy Ratchet & Clank when I was younger. And I ended up buying another game, which I can't remember the name of it, and it wasn't the same, and I remember being really disappointed. But it was, like, along the same lines, it was something and something. Oh, was it Jack and Daxter? It might have been. Oh, sort yeah, of I like that game, though. I, I played that. some of it and hated it. Like, Ratchet and Clank was much more robotic and Metropolis kind of thing, whereas I feel like, what was it? Was it Jack and Daxter? Was that the name yeah, of it? it ja- that um, was the one. Yeah, Jack and Daxter. They were, that was more like a kind of... I don't know, tribal kind of vibe. But yeah, I don't know. Um, I just had a quick Google over there. I don't know if it was that. I can't remember. I definitely played that though. My, like I said, my PSP was definitely where I became a little like hood gamer. Like definitely, like, I was. <laughs> I never. My eyes never left that screen. Whether it was playing Tekken was where I definitely started playing that game. Um, where I finally, I think it was Tekken three, if I'm not mistaken. I think was my first one on the the PSP. Mine was Tekken four on the PSP. Um, like I said, I never really played Tekken. Tekken but... I, I, I never really played Tekken. But it's I, I, discreetly the best kind of. Well, I don't know what that kind of what that genre of game would be when you've got like more combat games. Fighting. I would imagine. I don't know. Combat but games. That, I would imagine. Yeah, game game. yeah. Fighting, yeah. Tekken's the best one. There used to be a one that was like Tekken Tag Team, and you could do bowling. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the one where you could play volleyball on the beach as well? I'm not 100. percent I do remember the bowling part, though. I do remember that. No, um, not Wii Sports, Rory, right? Wii <laughs> <laughs> Sports, by the way. I'll get on to the. I'll get on to the, oh, the Nintendo. Yeah, that's like the middle oh, era yeah. of my gaming kind of. Yeah, I'll get on to Nintendo consoles. Uh, later yeah, on, I, I think they're by far the best that have ever been. But uh, but I think yeah, just, some of my favorite things of like gaming. I mean, like I say, with the Crash Team Racing, me, Mum, and Dad always used to play at Christmas. Like we bring, like, let's say, the PlayStation One or PlayStation Two at the time. But must have been nice through. to have a full family at Christmas. Christmas, Bruce. 
Yeah, sorry, I can't help that. Um... Whoa. <laughs> Wait. Rory, are you okay? No. Yeah. Dory, yeah. me. You want to come and give me a hug? No, I don't want to give James, go see him if he's okay. Um, but yeah, like I say, I think okay, just... <laughs> Crash Bandicoot for me, I think it's just more of the memories. I think that definitely is one of my first yeah. first memories of gaming. Um, I mean, my, I know that I know that my first games were definitely Pokemon games, but I, I, when they came out, I was really young, so I don't remember them. My first memories of actually gaming were playing with my brother on Nintendo 64 on the 007 GoldenEye game. Yes, what a and game as well. What an absolutely, what an absolutely incredible game that was. The first mission was iconic when you used to, have to you had to run through and then jump off the dam at the end. Yes, yeah, but, yeah. But I remember like modding, like obviously with things like Skyrim, where you can make dragons be Thomas the Tank and all that shit, which is just nuts. <laughs> uh, but the, I remember like they they had inbuilt games where you could make, make all the characters have bobbleheads, so that they would yeah, be I like, yeah, you'd be that. running around shooting guys with heads the size of fucking like three times the size of their body. And shit. Impossible to it's miss, insane. pretty much. Like, oh uh, yeah, you were just sniping them from like across. Uh. The you started the AK forty seven, if I remember correctly, and it, and it had like a. What it had like way ahead of its time. It had like uh, multiplayer, not multiplayer, but like obviously you could play with multi people on the console itself, and you'd be running about first person shooter, uh, trying to collect the golden gun and and like trying to shoot other members of your family and stuff like that. Absolutely well, incredible game. This this moves on, I think, quite good to my sort of one of the next topics. I think I want to discuss, and it would be your favorite console, whether it could be anything you use now to anything, like say yeah of all time for gaming. For game, oh, mine's easy. Oh. Mine, is, mine is easy, and it was hands down be the Nintendo GameCube. What a wow. fucking incredible console! Oh. The Nintendo GameCube, F- quickly I, followed by the Wii. Nintendo consoles yeah. are fucking incredible. I, I do think Nintendo, yeah. I think for me personally, mine's gonna, I would have to say, mine's gonna be the PSP because, like I say, that's where most of my memories from early gaming as well were definitely brought on the PSP. But then I think second for me is gotta be the Wii. We is elite, by the way, elite. We sports it's so sport, good that like you could spend, like you could play that as a family. You could play it like drunk. You could play it as a kid on your own for hours. Oh my god! I like, remember like spending the full length getting in my living room to play bone and all that. Like just <laughs> yeah. Another <laughs> game actually that was incredible in that just uh, was I don't know if you ever played it was uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Did you ever play that? Oh, yes. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. You, had to, you had to actually use your joysticks. I remember. Yeah, exactly. Like, being, a really fat kid at school and pissing sweat in my grand's living room because I was fucking throwing these joysticks about, <laughs> literally like fucking sweat running down my arse and all that. You're doing the hurdles and everything. Like, oh in your yeah, room, like. coming up in man, literally just like fucking doing butterfly in the grand's living room and all that. Just <laughs> really. Um, I think my favorite, my favorite console would. See, I really like the new Xbox Series X. I don't think I could call it my favourite console because I've kind of fallen out of love with gaming at the moment, but it is by far the most powerful and most beautiful thing I've ever used to play games. It's really good. But in terms of like nostalgia and memories, it would probably be the Xbox 360 or the PS3, because I had both. I went from PS3 yeah. to Xbox 360. Um, that kind of era of gaming is just so like nostalgic for me, jumping in a Modern Warfare 2 lobby and getting abused by some kids from Birmingham <laughs> and shit like that. Yeah, <laughs> like that, that was that's what made people the men they are today. That's yeah, that was character, character building. There's a lot of people oh, that, wouldn't that, survive, yeah. that wouldn't survive. Yeah, no. Oh, kids today would Snowflakes these days would be going to their safe space with a fucking Xanax and. The therapy dog, you know. Uh, like. uh, but, but 
I mean, to be to be fair, to follow on from last week's podcast, there would have been imagine the, the racism podcast we would have been having discussing modern warfare two lobbies. Yeah, that was I, I heard I heard some things when I was young yeah, back there. Modern warfare lobbies, choice language, and <laughs> Not that they're working on that, but those were the days where you'd jump on and you'd, you know, there'd be six man search and destroy on favela and it would just be you and the boys just having a good evening. Um, and, you know, it's just... <laughs> those, the Model 16, was it the Model 1690s and sniping people across the map? Oh, this is the Model 1690! We get it, you're a Rangers fan for fuck's sake. Take <laughs> <laughs> those statues! No. <laughs> the 1887s. 1887, that's right. <laughs> I bet you had the orange camo on them as well. I think yeah. different periods of gaming have different like impacts on me. So like the N sixty four is when I first got into gaming and then like the PS two was my first console, so I'll always remember that one nicely. But the PS3 and the Xbox three sixties when you had like Xbox Live and stuff like that and you could start playing with your pals and that's when gaming kinda was totally different. It wasn't solely kinda like solo games and you know, story mode games, it was, you know, you know, you could do twelve people in a lobby. You know, shooting the shit out of each other, which is yeah, really good. Yeah. I think it would have to be that that period. Of I think it'll, it'll, it'll always be it'll always be the the, the Nintendo GameCube for me. I, I remember when I was young. Do you remember? I had no sense. Yeah. Whoops. No. Um, so. Do you remember the Tiger Woods games? PGA Tour, Tiger Woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember I had it for the GameCube, and the game was so big, and the discs were so small. I don't know if you ever had a GameCube, but the discs were about the size of a party ring biscuit, yeah. and they if held not, hardly any data. The, the Tiger Woods PGA Tour game came in about four discs, and I remember you'd be, <laughs> you'd you, 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 literally you'd be you'd be like halfway through a fucking round on like hole six, and the game would be like, you need to insert this two to continue playing and all that. Fucking so, an absolute meme, and but uh, I don't know if you're going to uh, talk about this, and it might be a good segue. But my all time, also my old, one of my all time favorite games was from the GameCube. Well, that was literally the next topic. Well, since you're talking, Rory, what would be your favorite games in general? Uh, well, uh, even try and name one from like every individual, maybe console, not every one, but at least from a few. Uh, well, for the Nintendo 64, it would have to be probably double, 007 Gold Knight. What an incredible game! Maybe something like Donkey Kong or Mario. Uh, my my all time favorite game, sorry, it's probably probably game or game series would be the Mario Smash Football. Well, well, no, actually, <laughs> believe it or not, it, it was actually called two different things depending where you got it. If you got if you got it in Europe, it was the first game for the GameCube was called Mario Smash Football, and then it was it was called Mario Super Mario Strikers if you bought it outside of Europe, and then. Yeah. The one for the Wii that came with the online mode was called Super Mario Strikers Charged. Yeah, uh, those games were incredible. Was a great game. Mario Strikers Charged was oh that that's the one I played. That was the name of the title the one I played. No, on the on on the Wii. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, for anybody that doesn't know what those games are, haven't played them. Imagine Mario Smash Brothers if you've played that, and FIFA Pro Clubs had a child. I had a child. You could be using power-ups from the Mario world, like big mushrooms to make your guy massive and throwing Koopa shells about and all that. And it was just absolutely incredible playing as Mario characters, but also playing football. So it was just a really, really good game. It's like two hobbies in one, really, wasn't it? It was just a yeah, great experience much. overall. Yeah. Like, um, James, what uh, about you? Remember... Sorry, Sorry, you wanted to pick the, oh, no, to pick yeah, the last, yeah. but I think you were... Yeah. I was just going to say a, a game that kind of... 
that an awful lot of people maybe don't know about, but it, it sort of was it sort of paved the way for the Gears of War series. It was a a game called Unreal Tournament. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. Yes, me and my dad used to play that when I was like four, and I probably shouldn't have been playing it at that age. Yeah, no, you no, you absolutely shouldn't have been playing it. And neither should I at the age. Sorry, of that. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, it sort of died. I think there was an Unreal Tournament, and then I think there was an Unreal Tournament too, but then. Like it was basically humans versus monsters on the Unreal Engine, which then basically paved the way for Gears of War series, which was always done on the Unreal Engine. And uh, and I remember playing that when I was young as well. I think that was sort of the first. I think that was probably probably the first multiplayer game that I played on my Xbox Three Sixty. It's the best thing Epic Games has done. <laughs> Personally, no Fortnite. Nah, leave Fortnite alone. Uh, Justice for Fortnite. <laughs> but what about you, James? Well, what would you say? Your hey, so game? I was gonna go through like I don't know, like on the N sixty four, it would have to be Smash Bros. That game was just that game is still amazing today. Whether it's on Switch, oh. on the Wii, it's just it's a timeless game. It's never not fun. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just get, well, get, get the fuck out of here, Gandalf and shit. Like. Unless you're getting railed by some fourteen year old who's on Adderall, and you just don't get a chance. Oh, to like, like the 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 folk, the folk in Japan are unbelievable. Like they just that's where they play that twenty seven hours a day. It's crazy. They're just on that game constantly. I, I saw, but no, it's still I, a fun game. Yeah, I saw a, I saw a meme once, and it was like, no matter how good you are at something, there will always be an Asian kid who's better than you. <laughs> it's nuts. They're 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 cracked. Um, but yeah, and then the f- game I enjoyed the most on the PS two, uh, probably Tekken. I'd have to say, Tekken wasn't too bad. PS three. Big up. <laughs> PS3 into Xbox 360 would either be uh, Call of Duty World of War or Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Just two amazing yeah. games. Yeah. Like back when Call of Duty was good. And in like the next gen era, it would be The Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt. It's an unbelievable game. It's just it's my type of game. A multi, what is it? Not multi, it's an RPG. And you can just fucking explore a universe and loads of monsters and stuff like that and you get to choose how the story finishes and how it goes I absolutely love it stunning and it's like two quid on the Xbox store if anyone wants to play it absolutely amazing game I'm going to blow your mind here by the way and say that I've never played any Witchers I played it for about two minutes on the back of James saying it was really good and I just I just couldn't get into it I've never I'm not dissing the game whatsoever but I've never had that like as a personal experience with it so it'd be hard for me to justify let's be like i mean that. it's undoubtable um, it won like every award ever didn't it james it won like a thousand awards yeah it's kind of like if you like assassin's creed <laughs> games where you can like have stories like that but like more the more recent assassin's creed games like valhalla and odyssey then it's that type of game it's just if it's not that type of game it's not that type of game i used to really enjoy fifa and now i fucking hate it yeah that's, that's FIFA, uh, fifa got really bad probably in like FIFA 19, FIFA 18. No it, no, it was like FIFA 14 is when it started being shit. When you could score headers from like fucking nowhere. With Sergio. Thing is, I don't, I, I don't particularly care about if a game's bad mechanically. I don't care. Like people are paid money to make sure that it's not, but their whole, their whole ultimate team FIFA points thing is just rank. That'll be the next topic. But like I say, I think. Yeah, what's your when it comes to When it comes to the game, and like I say. I would think when it comes to Nintendo 64, the experience I've had, Super Mario 64 is just as goated on whether it was DS, whether it was on the, the Nintendo 64, it was just an unbelievable game. Um, like I say, it's, it's just, yeah, like the PS1, I mean, it's got to be Crash Team Racing, like more or less the memories for it. 
and just if Crash Bandicoot in general, because I don't think you can you can really argue with that. But I've got to agree with you, James. Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare Two lobbies, like coming home from school, mm. jumping straight on Xbox, and like I say, I think it was more or less the quality of everyone's mics in game chat. You no, yeah, like and anybody. <laughs> Like shit like that, yeah. But yeah, it was. It sounded like people were just like it was wind, but then you heard the occasional like, "Hey, fuck you!" Like, like it was all you heard. That's yeah, all just you an occasional homophobic slur in the middle of it. You know? Yeah, and me being what, say, even twelve, thirteen at the time, probably playing it and be like, "Yeah, fuck you too!" Like being a big squeaker, yeah. not realizing how high pitched my voice was. I remember I got a guy a belt in a modern warfare two lobby once because I was about twelve and I was playing a game for eighteen year olds. But this guy from England was like, he was taking a piss at how high voice my voice, how high my voice was, and he was like, "You sound like your balls are in your chest." And I went, "My balls were on your mum's chest last night." <laughs> <laughs> the proper good OG uh, company. Uh, oh, oh yeah, GG. Like, <laughs> Everyone's like, "Oh, zing!" <laughs> um, yeah, that was the type of that was the type of shit I enjoyed. Being interestingly enough, just when we were talking about that, I've just had a quick list of the highest grossing. Video games, uh, Super Mario Brothers. I don't know if that includes the entire series or whether it's like one specific game, but it's actually sixth. So, Bad. That's GTA's got to be top, surely. Yeah. GTA Five. Like uh, GTA, GTA Five is second. Second. Yeah. Minecraft's first, of course. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think that's more or less because the, the the sort of cross-platform ability, like whether it's yeah. Xbox 360, PlayStation, Xbox One, PS4, or Surpri- PC. Su- like surprisingly, Halo's not on it because you would think that that would be right up there, but I don't see it anywhere. I, 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 uh, I don't I feel know like... many folk that actually play Halo. To be honest, it was enormous though. Yeah. It was like really, really big. I mean, GTA's think... still raking in like two million pound dollars a week though. Like they're raking in just from like their. Shark guards and stuff like that, which I don't Yeah, we'll probably come back to that, but they're still I'm making fucking the... heaps of cash. Oh, I know. Like, I'm looking at the list here and I'm looking, Wii Sports is up in fourth. And the fact that's only yeah. one platform it can be sold on is quite impressive. That they've that managed nuts, to. Yeah. The, the Wii was like, the, the Wii was like uh, one of those, like, uh, what do you call it? Generationally changing games where. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rather than actually interfacing with your console via cable, it was like wireless. So, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. And you were actually using your, yeah, using your movements to actually control what was going on and stuff. So yeah, I think it was such an like it, it doesn't surprise me that it's up there. Like even like you say with your yourself, Roy, like Pokemon Red, Green, Blue, and Yellow, all them like Emerald. That's in seventh, and like I say, but that's game like just from Game Boy and Game Boy Color. So I think the fact that was released in 1996, the first one. And it's still sitting at seventh. Is uh says leaps and bounds for the whole Pokemon industry. I think to be honest as well. It was a, it was another one of those ones where there's never been. It was like the first of its generation, kind of. You know, there was never any like sort of anything like it. Proper really. role playing games before that, but also like nobody's done it better since. Like, I mean, yeah. you say what you like about the Pokemon, like universe as such i don't i didn't particularly like the new ones lots of people love the new ones uh i think that they kind of dumbed them down because of the popularity and the same as most games do is they make them really easy for fucking eight-year-olds to play yeah uh, rather a bit of complex and behind the, the games than... oh yeah like obviously when pokemon red blue and yellow came out i was three years old and you had no access to the internet and if you got stuck you had to look it up in a book that came 
you either had to buy the the fucking manual and WH <laughs> or Smith or something like yeah you yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah 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 but whereas now if you play like any any and not just Pokemon alone but if you play any role playing game it's now you're now fed it like yeah. this is where to go next this is how you're supposed to complete it blah 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 uh yeah and uh, interesting I don't know if you ever played the Prince of Persia games. I've never played on PlayStation played 2. Played the yeah, Sands like, of Time one. Yeah, Sands yeah. of Time. So yeah. the, the, my favourite one in the series was the Warrior Within one, because it was quite edgy, but it was like a proper puzzle game. You didn't get fed where you were supposed to go. You actually had to figure out how to complete the puzzles. Yeah. Um, and, and I just think that, like, see now, sort of, after that, it sort of became a decline where it was just like, how are we going to make this so easy for, like, eight-year-olds to play? Yeah. Which is unfortunate, really, because there's a huge amount of games out there where you would think that, they would try and make it as wide as possible. Uh, and they don't. I mean, I think if you look at the top selling or top grossing, as you would say, I think every place in that top 10, there's such specific games. Like I say, when they came out, there was nothing like it. Or like just under one console. So you've got things like, say, Minecraft, GTA, Wii Sports, PUBG, which was a, definitely a, a massive game. That's, in the, top sc- that's in the top grossing? It's five. Top, top five. Really? <laughs> It's, it's, you've got things like I say, Pokemon's Wii Fit obviously only being on the Wii, Mario Kart only being on Wii U, and obviously the Switch it eventually came out on. You got iconic games like I say, like Pac-Man's Terraria, like Wii Sports Resort, Animal Crossing. Like, they're, they're very big named games on here that people probably wouldn't have batted an eyelid even being like top fifty. But because I think nothing like it had been out before, that's why there's such good selling games. It amazes me that while well, looking at the list here is the Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which introduced the sort of the perfection of their blackout mode, which was fucking garbage, and the Warzone itself became fucking rubbish. Has got much more buys than Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three, which is up there with being possibly joint second in the worst games in Call of Duty history. Wait, so hang on, Modern Warfare, not the one that they released in 2007, the one that released in 2019? Yeah. The one in 2019 yeah. one is set currently joint ninth, 19th, sorry, with Skyrim. Yeah. Right, okay. Um, no, no, because Modern Warfare that was released in 2009 is the best of the series, in my opinion. Yeah. I, no, I think that's, that's, that's the first one, 2007, Modern Warfare 2 was 2009, yeah. then 2011 they did Modern Warfare 3. The only so, reason Modern Warfare 3 will be as high selling as it was is because Modern Warfare 2 was so good and everyone bought it. Thinking, yeah, we've got another Modern Warfare. 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 Yeah. In my opinion, the best two are Call of Duty 4, then followed very closely by Modern Warfare 2. Those were the two, the two best that have been. The I'm, World at War, World at War's up there. That was a yeah. very, very, that was a very just good. Just for the zombies mode. Just for the zombies mode. I actually really like the online as well. I really enjoyed the online, but the, the, the introduction of zombies, where it all started, was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. regardless of what you say about like sort of perhaps modern warfare games or the rest of the bad series the, the bad games like fucking black ops 3 where you were flying around the map with jetpacks was only saved because of the zombies mode the zombies mode's been yeah. incredible see i'm gonna have a contradiction there because like you say we were you were saying modern warfare 3 and black ops 3 i personally like them for their online system like they're online because i i enjoyed both of their online like big time what, especially black ops 3 jetpack? yeah i think black ops 3 for me because I hated Advanced Warfare, and that's what I'm saying. This way, certain content. I hated Advanced Warfare. I hated Infinite Warfare. I didn't even buy it. I played it at a friend's house. That's how much I hated the game. Um, it's either Black one Ops, of those. Yeah, opinion. like Black Ops Three for me, I think was actually a, a, quite a well-developed game. I think 
online-wise, I think if you put people's time played onto a comparison, I think Black Ops 3 is definitely one of the most time played for me, COD-wise especially. Like I said, that's got help with zombies. I'm not denying that as well. But even like the online alone, the whole thing of like trying to do like the Dark Matter camos, challenges, there was loads of different things. Like I say, there was obviously the operators now, so they all had special abilities. I think small features like that were definitely what made that game very popular. Uh, I don't know, just an opinion of yours, but I, something, we're in the party with, I can, now I can't remember if it was Liam or Brendan, shout out to those two guys, because we discuss, I discuss an awful lot with them, about obviously with the podcast and other things in general, but I can't remember if it was Liam or Brendan that said that that whole jetpacking thing was a, almost a direct copy from an Xbox exclusive in Titanfall, which is a game that I never played, but they said that, that it was a really, really good game and the, pro, the the premise of it was excellent, but they think they seem to think that Titanfall was sort of the uh, the the standard for that flying about the map and having suits on that could make you fly and all that. I don't know what your opinion on the matter yeah. of that is. I don't, I'd agree with them, like sort of their movement system. Like I say, I don't know exactly what the dates were on, say, Titanfall being released. Um, I I don't know when the first well, it was Advanced Warfare, the first sort of jetpack caught. Yeah, it was. But I think Titanfall was um, just a bit before. I think Titanfall yeah. came out just after the Xbox One came out in 2013. Like I say, for me, I think COD was able to make a game like Advanced Warfare, because like I say, there were still players on it. People still played it professionally, got paid, but they were able to make a game like that and then learn from their mistakes to make, I think, a better version in Black Ops 3. I'm not saying Black Ops 3 is perfect. It's definitely not, like I say, my favourite out of the Black Ops. It's my least, actually, if I know Black Ops 4 was terrible. I hated that. Um, I never even owned it. But, just... like, they tried making that better with a whole blackout, like I say, series and like it being like a more war zone kind of style battle royale. And for me, it didn't work. That's that's just my opinion, but I didn't like Black Ops Four. But I, I get into the Black state of gaming then, shoot, because th- it feels like we're yeah. kind of giving COD a bit of a bash. And I think we should start talking about like what gaming is now in twenty twenty one. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. So I think all three of us, obviously, we all play pretty much the same games most of the time. Yeah. And I think the one game we mostly play, whether it's say be CODs, GTA is FIFA. And I think at the moment in FIFA's, say, the spotlight it's in right now with its whole loot box system, its mechanics, its ultimate team, um, whether it's declined constantly, yeah, like, there's a lot of... It's in the spotlight, basically. It's went to court and everything. It's actually... There's things that are banned in certain countries, the whole loot box system. Yeah, it's Germany's away to ban it. Germany's away to. So, what would you say your opinion is, sorry, just before... um, it's gambling uh, and it should, it's gambling and it should be eighteen plus. That's well, my yeah. Opinion. If, yeah, yeah like, if you're gonna have that's what I, that's what I said. If you're gonna get kids to get you know their parents to put FIFA points onto their account, it shouldn't be a case of you open up a pack that, and you maybe get a good player. It should be you are guaranteed yeah. a yeah. player yeah. that is good. Yeah. It should be. FIFA. It, yeah, yeah. it should be. I I've said if you're gonna spend seventy, what was it seventy nine ninety nine on twelve thousand points? And you can spend two thousand of those on one pack. You should be guaranteed a, a good player and, and not be given shite because that is encouraging kids to gamble. Um, I don't think I don't think there should even be a pack system. I think that if you're if the FIFA point should be specifically to buy a player that you know that you're going to get. That's the only way to fix it. But I just don't think it should be a thing anyway. I don't think that players should. I don't think that if you're in a competitive game mode, which regardless of whether you like it or not, it's it's the best game mode that they've got because they put so much money into it because they because it makes them money. Is that it shouldn't be play to win. It should be people's skill alone. Everybody should be on a, a on an even keel. And it's not even a it's not even a pay to play though. Because when we when you when I mentioned GTA, yeah, pay to win. But it's even then like it's 
you're potentially paying to win. You might get a really good player. Whereas yeah. here on GTA, you pay, I don't know how much it is for, say, $5 million GTA dollars or whatever. Say it's 40 quid. You get that money right away and you can buy whatever fast, fancy car, whatever fucking fighter jet, whatever guns you want in that game. Yeah. And you buy it and you're, you're, you are given the money. You are not maybe given a good gun or a good car. They have yeah, a casino well, option, but you go into casino knowing that you're not guaranteed to win because of the gambling exactly, thing. Exactly. I disagree with a game. Like I disagree with the, they're targeting it at young folk. Like FIFA's a dead game to me. I, I uninstalled it like three weeks ago because it, it's yeah, shit. Bruce it. Yeah, Bruce did it as well. That's what I was going to say earlier on. I, it's, I came off. Yeah, it says a lot that the game that the three of us play the most has been installed uninstalled by two of us. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I, I remember mean, FIFA back in the day. Sorry, Bruce. Like I remember, like playing like FIFA '98 when you could like slide tackle someone, and you'd be getting a red card. You could run away from the referee, and the referee wouldn't be allowed to send you off, and it could go on for literally hours. You could run away from the referee. Stupid shit like that. Until he caught you. Until he caught you. Like, yeah, FIFA 2000, FIFA 2003, a relatively decent game. There was no ultimate team. You just picked the team you wanted to play as, and you played against your brother or your dad, and you 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 enjoyed the game that way. You know, encouraging kids to buy packs and you know maybe um, get a good player is just—it's uh, just wrong, man. It's—I it's... it, it, mean, it, you, it is. I think it's wrong, and I think it's gambling. It definitely is. You you buy a, you put a certain amount of money in, and you only get a small amount of chance of getting a, a player or a certain. And I think it's ridiculous because there's there's been hundreds of cases probably across across the world where parents are obviously having to put their card details in, into people kids' Xboxes because they're not old enough to have their own. And the kids are bankrupt and their parents spend thousands and thousands of pounds on their card yeah. because yeah. Ju- just to try and get a team of the year in Bappy. And, and it's ridiculous. But It's the fact that they make it enticing. Yeah. Like... yeah. Go on, Bruce. Sorry. Yeah. Did you not see the thing that EA came out with when they went to court um, about it? They were saying it's up to the like sort of obviously the pet say the parents was at parental locks. They've they added a system which honestly would you all honestly laugh at. So basically they've added a cool down period or a timeout, I think it's actually called on um the actual like say the like FIFA dashboard. So you can go on, you can set a cool down period or like a price limit. So say what is it, seventy one pound ninety nine if you've got like EA access for the twelve. There's, there's a whole there's a whole host of different options that you can have for different amounts. But yeah, seventy nine seventy one quid is like if you put the that top, in, you top. get a lot. You get a lot. Yeah. But like you think that sounds a lot, but realistically, if you're now opening, say, the best pack, I think you can get minus that 125k pack that was out. But like box standard 100k pack, which is supposed to be the best pack you can you get. Buy six, yeah. You can buy six of them, and the guarantee, if you get zero out of all nothing, I literally mean everything goes for discard value. I think each pack's about 12 to 14k roughly on discard value. If you get literally no one worth it. So you're now talking you've got about 90k roughly from 71 pound, 72 pound. It's ridiculous. If you've got the discount, it's 80 quid if you don't have the uh, discount. So not only are you feeding them money for a discount, you've now got to feed them money to try and get a good player. Yes, you can pay, no, a play, but there's only so much playing you can do to have a decent enough team they will compete with these people that are spending, say, hundreds of pounds a week, thousands of pounds. That's why I think. I think that's why it should be banned. It should, there should just not be any. There shouldn't be any incentive or ability for you to be able to pay money to get better players. Yeah, I feel bad for these kids though because, like, they they make it enticing. Like, you know, the it's like it's like oh, these packs are now in the store. Blah blah blah. You know, you can get these players. Blah blah, and like. 
you know, these kids are now being taught a bad habit to the point, you know, where they're, you know, buying FIFA points when they probably shouldn't be and things like that. And it's 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 just an unhealthy habit to be creating. And see if you're an adult and you're playing FIFA and you're you've got your own bank account and you decide to put the the um the, your own money in. And you, you kinda have that cognitive dissonance where, you know, I, I might not get anything out of these packs. I've put money in, but I might get something, I might not. You know, but you you're the one that bears the repercussions. But now it's like a kid that's now gonna get a bollock in from his parents and the parent that now takes the the financial hit because of a video game that's trying to make gambling attractive to the point of trying to play the game. So for those who don't know what FIFA is, which might be a few years, you can play games online and after every game, you get a certain amount of coins, ultimate team coins. So you get about about 500, 550 per game. Yeah. Um, and someone calculated, if you wanted one of the best players like Ronaldo, this is back in like FIFA 15, or if you were say Mbappe in this FIFA, you would need to play the game cons- like nonstop for 364 days without sleeping so 24 hours a day to have get enough coins through just winning games to buy the players so that means that they're gearing it to get you to go to this separate market where you can buy the packs and try and unlock the players from the packs or open so many packs that you get the coins just by discarding packs and being able to buy these players so there's they've basically made no incentive to play the game you open a load of packs or you do these things called squad builders where you you basically get players by trading in old ones but the, the the fundamental problem we all have with it is obviously you know making making it enticing for kids to gamble. It's uh, I mean, it's undoubtedly careful. You've got a small chat. You, you put you, you put your own money in to get a small percentage chance of winning as such. And like I think it's a really good thing that Belgium. Like, I think it's a really good thing that Belgium have banned it. But the, the problem the problem with is that if, to get it a blanket ban, they would never be allowed because it's like a multi billion dollar company, yeah. and they're just not going to allow it. They would just it's pay some revenue income and literally their ultimate team pack price. Like, it makes more than the actual sales of the game, which shows you obviously yeah. what what they're capable of doing. I like think it's, it's worse than actual gambling, actual gambling though, because like I've been into a casino a couple of times, and you'll have like croupiers there, you know, dealing out cards and stuff like that, and you know they'll be there saying, "Look, this is blackjack," but they never make it enticing for you. They never try and you know they're not like a fucking like stage before they're like roll up, roll up. They're just they're they're saying, look, that's, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're not, not allowed. allowed. The that's what I'm saying. You just go up to the table and they say, this is blackjack or this is poker or this is roulette. And they tell you, you know, this is the odds, place your bets, that's it. Whereas on FIFA, they're actively encouraging you, saying, these packs are now in the store, blah, blah, blah. Get your FIFA points now. You can get your FIFA points with a £8 discount um, if, you, if you're a member of EA Access, which is like a five or a month or something like that. So, which, yeah, which, which I'll, actively I'll... encouraging you to buy FIFA points to gamble yeah. even more. Yeah, and it was what was funny as well. Recently, I'm like, I've not never seen this personally before in FIFA, but I went on. I want to say it was like the fuck birthday, or maybe there was like a the Chinese New Year event. I think it, it might it might have been after that, and it was actually the discounted. So it comes up saying, "Oh, discounted on flash pack sales. Come onto our store now." But what you actually have to look at, it's only discounted price for the FIFA coins. So the stuff you've earned hard to play. So no, say you've been playing, like you've earned the coins through say player selling just playing the yeah. game in general. Potentially, if you've bought packs, obviously, Discord values, etc. But they kept the full price of FIFA points for these packs. So not only have you now been... No, no, now... I think it was... Was it not the other way around? No, no, no. It was... No, no, no. It was... No, no, no. It was not. It was No. So oh, that's okay. the idea. So what they want you to do is, oh, discount, discount. So you click on it. Okay, this 30k pack is obviously now 15k because it's halved. But that FIFA points is stayed the same. So now you're like, oh, so now the the part that I've actually earned, the coin side of it, you've now got to give back to EA because they've discounted it. 
Rather, some people will be lazy and some people might just go, yeah, you know what, I'll spend points. But you're still paying the yeah. same amount. It's not a discounted pack for you anymore. They, but they've enticed you in with that whole advertisement on their, their like game, which is, is fair enough. That's obviously how they make revenue as well. But for them to still say it's not loot systems, it's not loot boxes, because I think recently they added pr- pack probabilities. And the fact that I, I think you can myself, check, yeah. yeah, like you click onto a pack, it might be, a, say, there's 50k or 100k packs, like the best packs there is. And there, there might be a week, yeah, literally, like a 90 rated player. There's only a few, like a handful of them on the game. And all of them do sell, like I say, for a couple hundred thousand. So, like, you're probably your best amount. And the fact that it'll still say that you can click in the analog stick to check the pack probability, and it'll say less than 1% to get a 90 plus player. And I, myself as well, because I've been there, I'm not saying I've never bought packs as well. I've been there. I'll still buy that pack because I need yeah. that. It's like I need the the fix slash opportunity to try and get coins an easier way rather than what James yeah. said, playing 360 something days in a row and winning every game. It was, it was it. horrendous. I saw, I saw the article I think I, I saw the article that James was talking about and it was like a top FIFA pro who was talking about because it was his team I think he was talking about it was a team that he actually had and he was saying that I think he was basically calling out EA because he had the opportunity because he was a pro and had had the money to buy it he was saying this is a game that's designed not for pros but for everybody, and this is like this is what it's come down to, you know. Yeah. I have the money to afford to be able to buy the packs to be able to get this team, but what if you've got wee Jimmy from Glasgow who wants to just hop on FIFA Ultimate Team and play it, and he's seen all of these people with all of these good players, and he can't beat them because his team's not good enough, and then he's got to, he's just looking at the problem. So now your skill players. gaps yeah. now are coming even more into it because now it's like now you've got the whole thing with scripting. So, like, sometimes do EA now take into fact that this person has got this 90, say, overall rated team, whereas we Jimmy's got an 83 rated. So now does the game help him more in a scripted way? So that's saying, but the game, you can't be allowing that because at the end of the day, you see, you see these pro players, say, replacing their bench with bronze player to bring down rating. Like, some, not every pro player will be spending thousands of thousands, but there will be people that we spend thousands a week. Never mind daily, like every event that comes out, though we spend thousands a week to get yeah. content for YouTube because it's their job, their stream. Like at the end of the day, if they don't have the best team, they might not make a living. They might not be able to compete at tournaments. They might not be able to even qualify for them. So at the end of the day, yeah, like like Roy's saying, it's more competitive base for the pro player. The people that can afford to spend hundreds and thousands a week rather than, like I say, people like us, we Jimmy, everyone in the, the normal community is incapable to compete with this, no matter how good you are at FIFA. Like I say, like there's a skill between us even at FIFA. And like I say, Roy's team is better than ours at FIFA. But for him to compete yeah. even with someone else in the division one that he's in, the best division you can physically get, like <laughs> it, it's it's impossible because I can beat almost every game because players have got that team that I just can't compete yeah. with. Like, I, I play it to have fun. Like I'm just I'm just good at it. There's nothing that like it's but I, I'm I, I play it for fun and it just so happens that I'm in the best division that you can possibly be. And every team you come up against is some guy that's been playing it non stop since it came out sweating with a team that they've spent fortunes on and, you, and they're just like meta players that are you just like there's nothing that you can do about it you you, you lose games you either win games 4-0 or you lose games 6 or 7-0 well not me anyway I don't win them 4-0 I either win them 1-0 or I lose 8-0 and rage quit because there's just nothing you can do about it yeah. thing is, I, I think what like what bugs me is, is that we're both saying there like we, we still buy the packs you know because we're still enticed by it and that's not healthy for us as adults so the fact that it's like for kids like kids that are like you know secretly wanting to get the good players in their team because they've seen their favorite youtuber has this amazing team with messi ronaldo all these players 
and you know buying FIFA points without telling their parents is it's not a healthy thing to be encouraging you know um, for a game that's literally meant for three year olds. EA are the worst company for it as well, just to get away from FIFA. Remember when Star Wars Battlefront Two came out? Yeah. I don't yeah, know if you know the controversy about this. So, no, 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 not that one. The the one that they made in 2017. Oh, for the Xbox One, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what yeah. they did was it was like the first one was just all online mode for when the the Star Wars Force Awakens came out. They released a game and it was all online. It was okay. Then um, I didn't mind it as a game. I played it quite a bit. And then the second one, it was like, yeah, we're gonna have more. We're gonna have more characters you can play as. You can play as you know. Darth Vader, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi, all these folk, and everyone was like, okay, this will be good, there was a story mode and everything. As soon as the game is, like, released, you have to basically, it's bearing in mind, EA are the same people that made FIFA, you have to buy loot boxes to get enough credits to buy all the characters. So there was a huge backlash, so if you wanted to play, like, I'm a a massive Star Wars fan, you know, I imagine, like, you going on as, like, oh, I want to to play as Darth Maul, I want to play as um, all these people. So you had to buy loot boxes. You got you got one free one. So basically, each character was eight thousand credits or whatever it was. So you could buy one, but there was still like another fourteen characters to unlock. So I don't know what fourteen times eight thousand is. It's something like a hundred and a hundred and twelve thousand, I think. Yeah, um, hundred and twelve thousand credits. I can't do it, so I'll just get. Um, There's one hundred twelve. There's one hundred twelve. So you know it's. 112,000 credits to unlock all these characters. A massive backlash. Basically, they, they reneged on it and they came back and they just let everyone play as the characters. So, if they can renege on a game like Battlefront 2, the fact that they're not going to do that for FIFA because they know it's going to make them money is just, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's about, disgusting. It's about money, though. Like, the amount of people playing Battlefront 2 is infinitesimal compared to the amount they're playing FIFA, though. You know, that's why. Yeah, the, no, revenue, the, profit, yeah. the profit margin is so huge that they're not going to do it. Just to move off that whole thing, um, one thing that I think that FIFA ruined was replacing team play with pro clubs. I think that was probably one of the worst mistakes that they made. Uh, did they do I that? You remember, I don't remember if you remember team play. Did you guys remember? Oh, yeah, pro I just remember that. I can't remember when they removed it. <laughs> that was the problem. They replaced it with pro clubs. I'll tell you what the yeah. FIFA also ruined as well. Do you not remember, say, back in third? I think it was FIFA 13, 14 as well. You could literally jump onto an online match, like I say, and we could you could do like four v fours and five v fives, but choosing actual teams. You can't do that anymore in FIFA, and I think it's been out yeah, like, say, for a few play. FIFA. That, that was team play. What, was that what that was? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh-huh. So you could just choose, so, like, say, like, Real Madrid it, it versus. Like pro, it, it was like pro clubs, but you actually got to play as the actual teams. Yeah, yeah. So I instead of that. it just being like instead of it being like a custom team where like everybody's got a generic bot that was yeah. rated eighty. You could pick AC Milan versus Juventus, and each of your individual players was a team, a player that played for those that yeah. that squad. Yeah, because that's that I can't. Cool. Yeah, okay. So that's what I'm saying. I I love that game. Like that was a great way to play. If you had three people or four people, what what, what do you want to play? FIFA. If you do not play pro clubs, or you're doing a mini tournament, say on Ultimate Team or online, uh, no, sorry, online friendlies against each other. Like you can't play FIFA in, in terms like that. Like I say, if you have got three people, the only option for you to play is pro clubs, with more than if you want to play uh, compet- like co-op, unless there's only two and you can play, say, co-op friendlies, etc. But like that's yeah. not fun. It's not fun in that sense either. It's not, it's not a fun way to play. And I do think as well, like with, like you say, with the whole controversy with like FIFAs, etc. I think another big sort of game, sort of moving on from FIFA again, an absolute pound in here. What do you think of, Say battle royale games. So let's just say Fortnite's obviously had its time as well. But what would you say about Warzone at the moment? Battle royale, 
And I think maybe the very first thing would be in cross-gen play. Like, what's your what's your opinions on that? Yeah, I've, I've kind of lost interest in those games. Like, I, I really liked Fortnite when it was a thing. It was a Battle Royale mode that I was really good at. You know, I played it quite a bit. There was obviously people that were much better at that than me that would live stream and play at the pro tournaments. But I still feel like yeah. I could play an evening's worth of Fortnite and win maybe one or two games, which I didn't mind. It was um, even enjoyable even when you weren't winning, though. You were still having yeah. fun when you weren't winning. Yeah, you were I really liked it when it first came out, yeah. Having a laugh. Um, Warzone, one of the worst games ever made. But I didn't care because Call of Duty's got loads of features. Call of Duty's got a campaign. It's got a multiplayer. Um, and the new ones have zombies. So I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of the newest Call of Duty because the multiplayer is just a bit... It's just a bit shit. But I really I like the zombies. Made, I think they made a mess of the maps. I think that's the only problem with it. Yeah, the actual but, gameplay itself yeah, is okay, but the maps... Are as, soon, as soon as I go on, I'm getting you know shot and killed all the time. But I'm actually quite good at the zombies mode. And I don't mind playing the zombies. I really enjoy playing it. Um, the problem I have with Fortnite is again back to the whole not they don't really have loot boxes or pay to win they have cosmetic skins so for example when you first load up Fortnite your character is just a basic default skin is what it's called and then you can buy V-Bucks is what it's called and you can um, you can go into the marketplace and buy a different skin for your character so you can buy I don't know a fucking a the Mandalorian one, like, one. The, no, the Mandalorian one was on the, this other thing that they have I'll get onto it but um, you can buy like a skin that's uh, a stormtrooper from Star Wars, for example. Whereas they also have a battle pass, so you pay. It's like seven ninety nine equivalent, and um, you have a hundred levels, and you unlock different things like the Mandalorian. You'd unlock his his base armor, and then you'd unlock um, Baby Yoda to go with it. But that was like encouraging you to unlock it. You'd pay eight quid for it, but you then go online and play games and level up and get more stuff for it, which I didn't really, I didn't really mind. And as you progress through the battle pass, you get 150 uh, V bucks every so often, and if you do the entire battle pass, it gives you enough V back, another V bucks back to go and buy the battle pass for the next season, the next time the game updates. Yep. Which which was okay for me. Um, I don't really disagree. It's not pay to win. You don't you don't buy that skin and suddenly you're better than everyone else because yeah, it's cosmetic only, which is why I think I agree is, with you. I think it's fine. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah, the Warzone and that do uh, they actually do well? I say on battle pass terms. Okay, yeah, there's a one skin I'd say at the moment, the rose skin. But it's just because it's a completely blacked out character, so it's quite hard to see in, like, say, stairwells. Like, it's it's stuff like that. But like I said, it doesn't make the person better using it. Oh, it just what's different them, uh, with Warzone is that can you not unlock guns through the um, battle pass? You can get yeah, different... the, but that's usually two new weapons. But to be honest, the la- the weapons that are, are being unlocked, they're not meta weapons. They're not the best weapons. So basically anyone who's unlocking them, like, yeah, like I say, they potentially get the chance of using two weapons that aren't there, but... They're not very good or overpowered, whereas all the base weapons that everyone's able to use are the best weapons on Warzone, and that's just facts. Like it's... Well, just to go back to Fortnite, sorry, there's a video, I don't know if you guys saw it, of some kid in America buys 49,300 V-Bucks or something. I don't know if you saw it, and he's getting an absolute fucking bollocking from his mum. She's like, you know, you better go to your room, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm, she's fucking furious. Like, like I'm going to whip your ass kind of thing. And that's obviously wrong. We're not condoning that, but... He's done something that he shouldn't have, and you'll get in trouble for it, and you know, rightly so. But the difference is, he's bought those V bucks because he wants to get a like a character outfit that he likes. It's not encouraging gambling as much because kids are always going to be like that to their parents. So, you know, you know, I work exactly. in a shop, and the amount of kids that you know when they walk down the streets, I'll just fucking pester their parents because they want a fucking Kinder egg or something like that. Kids yeah. are always going to be like that. They're always going to go, "Mum, can I get that skin on Fortnite? Mum, can I get this on Fortnite? Can I get that? I, I like that. I want that." And the parents are always entitled to say no. If the kid's gone behind the mum's back and you know bought the V Bucks, then you know he obviously deserves to get in shit for it. 
but there's no gambling involved. That's the thing. You know, you get you buy ten thousand V bucks. You get what you're paying for, basically. Yeah, you, you get ten thousand V bucks, and you know you can buy a skin for two thousand. You can buy you know emotes for a thousand or whatever. You you're paying for exactly for what we said. You're paying for what you um, what you want. It's, Whereas you know any anything that encourages gambling, and it's only, I can't think of another game. I mean, Call of Duty did it with its um, loot boxes, but that, again, that was more cosmetic for like you know melee weapons and camouflage yeah, and stuff exactly. like that. But they don't really do that as much anymore. But EA is the only company I know that will you know encourage gambling. Um, oh yeah, like I I personally think see with the whole cross gen thing, I think oh yeah, it, it, it should be it yeah. should be a an option, like I choice. say, I think, for, yeah, like, to play or not play. I think games with popularity, say, like, Fortnite, um, but it doesn't obviously matter so much on FIFA, but like we say, with Fortnite... Um, First-person shooters is the only yeah, place... Yeah. The there is such a... One potential skill gap as well, but I think when you're talking now about the console gap between a very good console player and a very good PC player is immense. And when they moan about certain things, like things that help console players, like aim assist, a lot of, say, streamers... And professional players will be playing controller but on a pc so at the end of the day they're still enhancing everything possible whether it be better graphics better more fps they get a better field of view their game runs much smoother they've got like they're utilizing what they can to be better on controller whereas a console player doesn't get that options it's they load into the game they can change the brightness there's not that accessibility for consoles and i, de- I definitely think that if you can't change cross-gen or across platform sorry with these br games especially I don't think that consoles should have such a difference in accessibility options, like I say, with the whole field of view change. I don't think that should I, be I, a fair fair thing. I, I, certainly, I, I certainly agree with you, but when it comes down to, you know, what if you've got a, a mate that doesn't have PC or whatever, and I think that it's the problem, and I think that a, a good fix would be, and that's a thing that James and I have both discussed, uh, certainly about Fortnite, is, is that they need, to have a, they need to have a dedicated and ranking system that works. Yeah, for yeah. example, because you could drop into a Warzone game against a PC player who is the same skill gap, the same skill level as you, and you would have a chance of beating them. But the problem with games like Fortnite is that there's not any real ranking system unless you play the competitive game modes, which I can't remember yeah. what they're called. Arena. Uh, you know, so you, you could quite easily come up against a guy who is even semi-competent on a PC, and a semi-competent PC player has an advantage over it, almost anybody. On, yeah. on a console, and I think that they either need to implement that, or they need to have cross-play as not a thing. Yeah, so you can just play against, like I say, not yeah. talking just Xbox players, but like consoles, a PC and, no, uh, PlayStation and Xbox. Yeah. Like, that needs to be an option if we are... That, 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 was what it was, that was what it was brought in for. They brought it in for PlayStation and yeah. Xbox alone, and then they decided so to throw PC in for no reason, I don't, and yeah. I don't know why they decided that. I don't yeah, know I why that. I think it had good intentions, obviously. You like your pal on PC wants to play Rocket League with you. Cool, just you know, send me an invite. But the problem is, PCs are so powerful. Like the most powerful console, the Xbox Series X, the PS5, has got nothing on like a four thousand pound gaming PC. And I don't think those two people should be matching up. You know what I mean? Like someone on a basic Xbox One matching up against a guy who spent you know six grand on a fucking gaming PC because he's a fucking virgin and hasn't seen a vagina in fourteen years. Um. Like, you know what I mean? Like, fucking, why why am I matching up against a guy? Like, a game that I'm just trying to chill out and enjoy, and this guy's fucking sweating it out, you know, with his Mountain Dew. Fucking, absolutely fucking smashing it on the fucking keyboard and shit. Like, yeah. I, I, think, I think that's something that Bruce, that, that Bruce brought up as well, is that 
gaming has no longer been about adhering, not hearing. I can't think of the word, but basically for being for the masses, for people like you and I who work seven or eight hours a day and want to go home and chill with our pals and enjoy a game of Warzone, because you can't, because everybody's fucking sweating it out and it's ridiculous. Like, you want to go on and play Call of Duty and play Warzone because they, because Battle Royales, the, the, the concept behind them is a great idea, but you can't enjoy them. They're just un, they're just not enjoyable because you, you don't stand a chance and there's no real ranking system, as I said, for you to be allowed to enjoy it. So it's no it's no wonder people get fed up like yourself and and just don't want to play Warzone when other people do. Like it's something they need to look at. Like the gaming industry is possibly if and I say this lightly, but it's probably if not had the the greatest increase in percentage profits across the board of any industry ever. I'd probably say, like def- it, I'd probably say definitely. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's taken a huge upturn in popularity through obviously battle royale modes and things like that you know the gaming industry is multi 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 billions billions and billions and they can't and they cannot figure out a way to make it for everybody yeah i don't understand i mean they could they just don't want to they don't want to dedicate any time into making it skill based like when we play games of you know Rocket League, most most of the time we'll be playing against people who are better because Bruce is very good at Rocket League, so we're playing against people of his level, but, you know, it'll be a similar ranking. You might you might play five games, you'll win two, lose three. That's relative, or win three, lose two, whatever. It's pretty balanced. But, you know, when you play a game of fucking Fortnite and you're just wanting there to, like, you know, try and, you know, have fun when a game where you're playing yeah, against a guy who's built fucking Fortnite, knocks in four seconds because he heard a branch break, you know, like, yeah, shit yeah, like that. Yeah. Uh, there's no, there's no dedicated, and Fortnite, like I've said this before, Fortnite would be the best battle royale mode, hands down, if they just had, you know, people on your level, you know, because yeah, they don't care about that anymore, they, they just tempted to agree with you, I'd be tempted to agree with you. But yeah. whereas see on FIFA, they don't give a shit about ranking, they just want to make sure that you're buying their packs. Like, well, they try doing Fortnite, that with their rivals, don't they, with the whole, they, or the, what's it called, is it their uh, division rating or whatever it is, obviously you division go rivals, yeah, yeah. Right. so you go up a certain amount if you win, but... Skill rating. Yeah, skill rating. Like, it doesn't make sense, though, because, like I say, I've played people that are 200 skill rating above me, and I've beaten them easily. And then there's times where I'm playing people 100 easily below me with a worse team than mine. And my team's not amazing, but they'll be worse, apparently, opponent than me, a worse team than me, and yet they'll slap me about. So, like, I don't understand that. I understand everyone has off games, etc., but there's a limit to what an off game could be when, like, a 74 rated player is going and scoring four goals in a game against me. A huge amount of people will be playing at the very, very top level and they deliberately have either two accounts or they have an account where they fluctuate by deliberately losing so that they drop down divisions so that they can get better awards or have the chance at getting better awards uh, in, the, in, like, in the foot champions type thing and obviously division rivals. If you win a huge amount of games, you get the, the best possible ranking and you get a huge amount of rewards. So that's a thing. It just... We we spoke a lot about FIFA and all this thing, so. Well, what what here's the sort of last topic that kind of goes in with it. What do you want one thing for the future of gaming? Oh, I don't mean just mean not just on FIFA. What would you say one thing that you'd look forward to in the gaming industry? Uh, I I would like to have possibly no. It's not something that I've actually dabbled in yet, but it's something that I would like to. But a fully immersive. Uh, <sighs> What's the word I'm looking for? And VR. Uh, VR, yes, uh, a fully um, a fully immersive VR system yeah. where where and maybe 
maybe not just a headset and a, and a set of a set of sticks in your hand, you know, where you are the character actually playing in the game. So, yeah. like, imagine like a battle royale mode where you are entirely in control of everything that's happening instead of just a gun and pointing it and and looking at your surroundings. Yeah. That's something that I would maybe like. What like about to you? See in the I don't really know. Like, she, I don't know. It's just because with the whole pandemic, I've been obviously playing a lot of video games, and see, recently, I've actually been preferring just being at work. <laughs> Working and like working for you know, getting paid and shit like that and saving a bit of money. Another, I, I would like I would like to see a lot of another another thing maybe that James may agree with on the back of that is is that I would like to see more games dive deeply into offline single player mode. Yeah, yeah, I think Assassin's Creed is probably the best one for doing stuff like that. Obviously, say your Skyrims and like I say, from what I've heard of The Witcher, um, but like for maybe games like that and franchises like that i think a lot of definitely other companies should take i take a look into uh i think in, in, that, yeah. in comparison i think there was a bit of an outcry over the last either this one or the call of duty before where the where the online story mode was only something like four hours or five hours worth of gameplay like I, I'm pretty sure I can. Where, where like, I, I, like, I put over a yeah. hundred, over a hundred hours into Assassin's Creed Valhalla, yeah, and it was like, thoroughly enjoyable. I, I really liked the game, but uh, as James would tell you, actually, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is a much better game. Yeah, yeah, it's the same game. But like, back to like what I would like to see from future game. I don't know, just you know, more releases that are you know interesting games because FIFA is the same shit every year. Call yeah. of Duty is fun for the first couple of days, and then it's shit. Just. I was really excited about Cyberpunk, but it seems like they've just rushed that release because I thought that was going to be a really good game. I like the story mode, but it's just fucked. I don't really know. The fighting mechanics are rubbish in that. I was really excited about that as well, and it was not good. I just, I just want games that are you know. I'm, I'm still playing Rocket League, which isn't like five years old this year. I'm still playing. Exactly, it's a game for three-year-olds, and yeah, it's probably the most enjoyable games that we play. I think Um, it's just in like a kind of. We're in like a kind of cycle. Every year the new Call of Duty comes out, we play it for a bit. Every new year, every year the new FIFA comes out, we play it for a bit. Just something a bit different. I, I'm not really into PC gaming. I didn't really get into Among Us or Fall Guys. They were fun for like five or ten minutes. I don't really know. I, I'm I still enjoy gaming. and I'll play it, but I only play it for like the social aspect. You know, yeah. uh, I, I'm not playing it for you know. I mean, un- until another game like The Witcher Three or the next Assassin's Creed comes out, I'm just gonna play the online modes. What about you? Yeah, I would, I would agree. I, I think uh, even I, a guy who, as you all know, I, I'm an advocate of the new FIFA. I think it's the best one that they've released for a long time because the rest of them have all been rubbish. Even I, even I've started to branch away from it. Even I can't be bothered playing it anymore. So, as you say, it's a bit of a lull for gaming right now. Although it's at its peak for popularity, uh, for popularity, like obviously more people are playing it to a higher level. I think the standard of games is actually at an all-time low. Yeah, we actually spoke for ages about games that were they were designed to be games that you you would enjoy, Super Mario, things like that. You know, games before all this loot boxes and online services and who can beat who and beating each other and competition. You know, yeah. do you think that do you think that in ten years' time there's going to be kids that are people that are equivalent of our age are going to look back and say oh my god how good Call of Duty was I don't think so nah all the games we mentioned were nostalgic games and games that were fun and I know full well if I was to go and buy a PS2 tomorrow I'd enjoy playing Tekken or Ratchet and Clank 
more than I would probably play like an hour of FIFA. Like I yeah, would enjoy... the last ten years of gaming, ten to twelve years of gaming, I'd say the only games I've thoroughly enjoyed would be things like Assassin's Creed Two or you know Odyssey. Um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey games like that. The Witcher Three obviously is my favorite game, but I that's three games I enjoy Rocket League, uh, but I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite games. It's a fun game to play, and you know GTA for me is up there. GTA with, with is up there, but GTA is a, GTA Five is the same kind of premise of a game that San Andreas was. They've just expanded it and you know modernized it for the uh, like today's audience. Um, um, there's definitely a lot of games we obviously haven't mentioned. Um, like you say, even like a San Andreas, a Simpsons hit and run obviously didn't even get a mention at all. An absolutely um, incredible game. Sixteen uh, years ago or something yeah, now, you know. There's that many games. I think, like I say, like it comes across occasionally, like a game that hit and run you're never going to be able to create a game like that in today's society and i think it's games like that that's why they're so goaded with their like their nostalgia feel like you could ask an adult now or even a 14 year old if they were to play that game would they enjoy it? and i guarantee 99.9 percent of them will say oh yeah i love that game because it's so different to anything that's been released at the moment yeah. there's not a game that comes close to it there really isn't shame really because like we're obviously big gaming fans it's just I think video game companies don't want to produce. That's what I like about CD Projekt Red. They wanted to release a game like Cyberpunk that was good, and the you know the head management obviously rushed them into publishing it when it they said it wasn't ready, yeah. and it was just it just didn't work. But they were trying to make an immersive story mode that was different and interesting. And I think I think I'll still play it once they've updated it because The Witcher Three had problems in its first year release. I'll probably play it when it's all ironed out and things like that. But yeah. I think video video game companies like EA just want to make FIFA every year and make. 12 billion dollars every year call of duty the same they just release a game mode and that's it they want to make loads of money from it that way um well, the good thing know. about call of duty is though and 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 one thing that i'll say is that they've got they've actually got a a rotation of three different companies so the same company isn't rushing games out every single year they're actually yeah. coming out every third year so they've yeah. up, each company that releases a game i think it's blizzard treyarch and i can't remember the name of the other one Infinity Ward, no. Um, Infinity Ward, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, so each one of them's got th- three years or two to perfect a game, and I think that's actually quite good. But is two years enough to make a game that's yeah, like that's gonna, gonna be hit the ground running? That's gonna hit the ground running. No, yeah, like for example, like see if FIFA just turned around tomorrow and said we're not releasing another game. We're gonna we're gonna take a look at all of the feedback that we've got over all of the years. And we're going to make a game that's good yeah, in just two years' time or three years' time. And, yeah, and do what GTA it. have done. GTA yeah. 5 came out in 2013 and they just release a massive update every six months yeah. of new yeah. content. Yeah. Yeah. Just, make, just make a game that works so that people can get back to enjoying what gaming's for. And that's for a release from, the fucking, from a real world. I mean, we're in the fucking middle of a pandemic now and what release have you got? Nothing. Watching films or playing games because you can't leave the fucking house. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't yeah those I don't, games I don't, are shit. What's the fucking point in playing them? I don't, I don't, yeah. don't want to go out and be stressed in case some fucking idiot stands too close to me and coughs in my mouth and then come home and want to play FIFA and then get stressed out about whether some fucking idiot is going to pump my arse. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I do think that's... Uh, we've definitely given our our discussion on the, the gaming industry itself. Um. I mean, it's been nearly. In fact, it's been over an hour now. We've talked about it, but oh, no. there's there's definitely a segment that I would like to make it at least at least weekly or every other week. It would definitely be something to do with our favorite football teams that we support uh, and being a football oh, yeah. segment for predictions. Um, yeah, this is probably just like the last wee bit that we wanted to round up. Um, 
But we were saying, like, because last week was obviously a big football discussion, but we obviously don't want to make this a football podcast. We want to talk about anything and everything. Well, it was, um, a, it was a discussion about racism in football, yeah, so I think that's different. But, no, but, you know, yeah. it was a big discussion about football, and then, you know, we had to cut a little bit out because it was kind of not related to the discussion. It was like 15, 20 minutes of stuff that wasn't related to the Glenn Kamara situation. Yeah. Um, but we, we are still massive football fans. We'll probably have like a little 10-minute segment or maybe five, five, 10 minute segment every yeah. week where we're going to just do like predictions. Yeah. And then, um, so I'm a Sunderland fan. Rory's a Rangers fan and by proxy a Sunderland fan. And Bruce is an Arsenal fan. So we're going to... So we're going to have those three, uh, pr- like three games a week like trying to predict and then a fourth game like just like a big game for the weekend and the idea is we'll all put our predictions in um and then next week whoever got the closest to being correct or the most correct most results correct gets to pick a forfeit for the person who did the worst yeah um so what are the what are the games this week does anyone have them up in front of them yeah i can get them up with two I've, I've got the i've got the the four um Teams are anyway the, the games anyway. I don't know their all their opponents. So obviously we've all got we've got Arsenal, Sunderland, and Rangers. Uh, them, them well, Rangers games. are playing Cove. You said that we're, Sunderland are playing Oxford United. And Arsenal Oxford United Liverpool. at home. Arsenal's yeah, so Arsenal, Liverpool. Arsenal at home to Liverpool. Yeah. Sunderland at home to Oxford United. Rangers, Rangers at home, home to Cove Rangers. Yeah, and, we've and then what was the other game? Munich. That's going to be a really that's going to be a really short discussion from my side because uh, Rangers mm-hmm. are going to win. So that's <laughs> um, yeah, but we've got. Bayern Munich against Leipzig first versus second in the Bundesliga. So that was like our mutual agree- agreed team. We'll probably, probably leave that one to last because that's probably um, going to be the biggest. Yeah, yeah. So, right, so we'll get I'll the go just one out of the way. <laughs> yeah, we'll get that uh, game out of the way. <laughs> I mean, my, my name's at the, the top of this list. So I'll, I'll put my Rangers prediction in first. I'm going to predict 3 0. 3 0 Rangers. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna agree with him because that's what I was gonna say. Well, I'm gonna say Rangers are gonna win by three goals. I'm not, I'm that's my thing. Oh no, you're gonna be fucking airy fairy about predictions. You're fucking ass. Give me give me a four. I don't want to do a four fit. Yeah, yeah. I'm good at FIFA. I'm in Division One. Fuck off. Give us a prediction, you cunt. And no same predictions. No, 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 you were like, I think they'll win by no. three goals. So if they no. win five two, then you've got your prediction better yeah, than you're Bruce. not allowed well, the same prediction. Score. None of that, because then if that well, does, that's, like, well, that's bullshit. Right, right, no, but then, right, okay, right, no, but then you can take point on say the Arsenal game, and I'll take point on the Sunderland game. So then you have your first prediction. Exactly. You can get. Okay, so well, Roy, if you want three nil, if you want three nil, because you're a Rangers fan, I'll let you have that. I'll change mine. No, I'll no, that's fine. You go first. I'll pick first on the Arsenal game. That's a fucking mess, by the way. Well, Roy being anal about everything. Okay, Roy, what do you want then? If it's not 3 I said 4 0, fuck's sake, get on with it. <laughs> All right. James, Bruce what are you is 3 0 to Rangers, Rory's 4 0 to Rangers. Uh, we don't have much faith in Cove, do we? But at the end of the day, yeah. yeah. F- 5 0, fuck it. Like, Cove oh. Rangers are, yeah. <laughs> Double and down, I like that. Yeah. Okay, all right, Rory, what are you saying for the Arsenal game then? Well, I mean, uh, I'm going to go. Yeah, it's what, 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 what two teams that have had fucking falls from grace recently? Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a draw. Uh, one each. One all. Okay. Okay. Um, James, what do you want for the Arsenal? Wait, game? hang on. What is it? Arsenal at home. Yeah. And who yes. did they play in their last game? Was that that fucking three-three disaster against West Ham? Yes, it was. Yes. were three 0 up, and then it was three-three. Oh. Well, three 0 down, and then we came back to draw three all. Oh, you were three 0 down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So you've got a bit more form going into it. Uh, Liverpool's last game was against. 
No, I literally couldn't tell. Look at this guy. Look at this guy looking at forms, man. You yeah, want to talk about me being an airy fairy? Fucking yeah. give us a prediction. I'm yeah, pretending to hate FIFA for the podcast, but I secretly fucking love it and send videos of me playing it to all my <laughs> friends that I don't care about. All right, chop on with your fucking prediction. Uh, you know, I think two-one Liverpool. Two-one Liverpool. Okay. Um. Well, I'm going to try and be the best fan I possibly can and go for an Arsenal. No, um, I'm going to go... I know, you've said it now. You've no, said I'm, it now. I'm going, I'm going as a... I'm going 3-2 Arsenal. I'm going a high score. High score yeah. there. Um, okay, Sundone. James, you're first on Sundone. Well, we're the best team in the country right now. We've got the best defence. Form? Form? Charlie White's not been called up to the fucking World Cup qualifier squad, right? Um... Just Track. beat Bristol Rovers 1-0 away from home. We should have scored more goals. Oxford United at home. It's a tough game. We're not as good at home as we are away. I want to say we'll win, so I'm going to say... Oh, we've won so many games 1-0, but I don't want to say 1-0. 2-0 Sunderland. 2-0 Sunderland. 2-1 for me. 2-1 for me. 2-1 for me. Sunderland. Yeah, I'm going to say 2-1 Sunderland. Okay, I'll go 1-0 then. 1-0 to Sunderland for me. One no. Okay, perfect. And oh, look at that! I'm first on the Bayern Munich choice. Okay. Um, who they? I guess Leipzig. Okay, I'm gonna say. I'll say three one to Bayern. That's what I'll go with uh, against Leipzig. And then it's Rory. It's you next. Yeah, I'm gonna go for four two to Bayern. Four two Bayern. Wow. Okay. James, uh, round it all up. Bayern have been fucking nuts. So um, wait, what did you say, Bruce? I said three one. 3-1, Rory said 4-2. Uh, We're going to let Dix's that sense nil-nil somehow. Yeah. I feel like it'll be a close game. I think, did, did anyone say 2-1? I think I'll say 2-1, no. Byron. 2-1, Byron. Byron. Okay, perfect. I mean, there's the score okay. predictions in. So, are we going to decide our forfeit amongst ourselves, or should we get, like... No, we'll just discuss it amongst ourselves. And we we'll can discuss it. We'll have to make it... Well, I was going yeah. yeah. to see if anyone, like, less than wanted to suggest, like, a forfeit... Or that, something yeah, reasonable. Yeah. Don't be something like oh, PayPal someone a fiver. Something interesting, like you know, a fucking yeah, chili or something, or like, or like yeah, a ghost pepper or, or something good like that. Or um, send or a risky it. text to you know. Yeah. Your mum. Like, wait, wait. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's the the football uh, segment. We're gonna have a, a segment. Yeah, true. Wait, what? Um, wait. What the fuck? Wait, wait. That's stated. But anyway, yeah, that's the football segment we're going to have every week. Sort of just a four-game prediction. Um, I mean, like I say, if you've got any topics you want us to discuss, easily leave them in the comments. Um, that, but I mean, that's that all be, I've got to say. Is that going to be it for the football section? We're not going to have another wee bit. Well, on, on, on other bits we can, but we've talked for over an hour now, and I'm pretty sure they'll be bored. So. I mean, yeah, we did talk about gaming. I don't know if a lot of people are interested in that. So. So yeah, I'm not well, interested when we started talking about FIFA, to be honest. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to commit. I was fucking bored. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh well, I guess that brings the, the this podcast, uh, this episode, I suppose, to a natural conclusion. Thanks for listening to this episode of What You Saying. If you enjoyed, a like and a share would be much appreciated. If you have any comments on the topics discussed or any suggestions for future discussions to get our hot take on, find us on social media at What You W H I T underscore Y E on Twitter. Or what you say in podcast on Facebook and leave us a comment. If you want to listen to our podcast, you can easily find us on Spotify and Apple Music.